If something that I say, that's the truth, hurts your feelings, well, that's your problem, motherfucker. That ain't got nothing to do with me. If the truth hurts your feelings, fuck your feelings. You're in the wrong, all right? Ooh, what is going on? Happy Tuesday. Oh, it's the Full Mount Podcast, episode 19. It's your man, Ruben Don Gallon Jr., with your host, Trent McGregor. Brother. Trent the Mystic Mac McGregor. Don't stop till you get enough. Come on. When the boys stop. Don't stop till you get enough. All right, let's start. Let's start talking about last weekend. And uh, let's touch base what I talked about on the podcast last week. There. Yes. That was like. I just want to make it clear. I'm not shitting on anyone. Never. Never. All right. I respect every single human being that has the balls to take that walk. And that's how every that's how everyone should be. But it it starts getting a bit like I said, man, like dude, if someone needs to retire, they need to retire. It's not like they're dying. It means yeah. they don't get hit in the head anymore. You know, I'm not saying that you should retire because I don't like who you are or because you're shit. You're not shit. You should retire because the sport is moving past you and you're slowing down. You know what I mean? Like uh, we've said it time and time again. And the I I I fucking called it, bro. I said, dude, it's gonna be a uh, when they when the UFC has this model where they put the young lion against the the old veteran, it's it's sad when the young lion puts on a um, a highlight reel on his clip. It's not celebrating. No one, if anyone celebrated Frankie getting knocked the fuck out like that, you're you're a piece of shit of the worst kind. Everyone went oh, because this is gonna people are gonna hate me for saying this, and and it's been it's a, it's actually it's happened before. Just hasn't happened in the UFC, but sooner or later someone's gonna die, bro. It's gonna happen. We're out there intentionally hurting each other. The people are people are training for months, people are training for years and years and years to hurt people, to f- hit them in the head as hard as they can, in the worst way possible. It's not something that you gotta fuck. You shouldn't fuck around with this, bro. You don't play this game. It's not a game. It's not, you know, serious shit. Um and I called it, I said last week, I said, dude, Frankie versus Corey Sanderhagen is a mismatch. Corey Sanderhagen is a weapon. Okay, he's a weapon. He's a he's a he's an elite striker that's 28 years old. That he's one of those guys, man, that there's there's he's legend already. There's like in the MMA community, people are already talking about how fucking good he is and how young he was and how he's beaten high level guys in the gym and how he's the next guy to watch and his striking is next level. And then they go and take a guy like Frankie, who's 39 years old, at least 10 years past his prime, at least. His prime was probably when he was 30, M- maybe. You know what I mean? And even at 30, you, you still don't have that, that reaction timing. You still don't have that explosiveness. You still don't have that fast twitch like you used to. The reason why you don't have fast twitch like that no more is because your body's trying to save its joints. Your brain doesn't work that quick anymore because here's why, guys. Fighting is in our DNA. It's in our blood. We're hunters, okay? We hunted as as cavemen thousands of years ago. Now, if you look at it like this, 
take a, a tribe of fucking cavemen or whatever, and your prime hunting years is probably around the ages of about 17 to 29. Okay, that's probably your prime years because that's when your reactions are at their fastest. You're at your strongest, you know what I mean? And you have a spring in your step. That spring in your step isn't in many, isn't, it's not even, look, if you look at the elite, it's not even in Connor anymore. It's not. Okay, he's, he's a better fighter now, but the fucking, the agile, explosive quickness of a cheetah is not there. You know what I mean? And when you're when you're 10 years past that, your shit slows the fuck down. You know why? It's because when you look back in our history, we, we should have bred by then. We should have our own youngsters hunting for us now. Okay. If you look in if you look at how the human bodies were meant to reproduce when we're like 16 or some shit. It's just true. Okay. So by the time you're 32, you got yourself a 16-year-old already. You know, we're, we're, we're part of a fucking, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's not, it's not today. We don't need that shit, but that's why we are the way that we are. Okay. Because you're starting to chill out. You should be semi-retired at 35 in the wild. You know what I'm saying? If you're 40, fuck, you don't need to be going chasing no gazelles. You should have a gang of little motherfuckers getting them for you. You know what I mean? Like, bro, it all relates. Like, I don't know if people know this, but we, we uh, uh, naturally our bodies perform best just before lunchtime. Okay. Just before we, that's our, that's our clock where our bodies perform at their peak. That's just truth. Okay. It just is what it is. If you sleep a normal sleep schedule, that's it. All right. There's no two ways around it. The other thing is we have faster reactions when we have an empty stomach. Okay. That's because we're hunters and we, when we're hungry and completely empty, that's when we need to perform at our peak so we survive. All right. The reason why people shit themselves when they get scared, which is true, which is a true thing, Yoel Romero, um, that's because your body is emptying itself so it can be at its complete lightest so that you do have those reaction time because it's empty. It needs to be, it can't yeah. have any excess shit. You know what I mean? I just, you know, and, GSP said that too. He was like, uh, I think he said this on the podcast with Joe Rogan a while ago. And it, it, it stuck with me to this day. I just wanted to add this in where he said, yep. would you want to be the animal in hibernation with a full stomach? Or would you want to be the hungry lion out there hunting? Yeah. yeah. And not only that, it's a fucking mentality thing too, bro. Like they, Frankie's had a belt and he's not dumb because I'm going to be honest, you'd have to be, he himself, you have to be delirious to get into the sport in the first place, but he has to be delirious at 39 years old and thinking he's going to get a belt again. He might have a crack at 35. He had a go, but not even Corey Sandhagen, bro. There's there's worse animals out there than Corey, you know? Yeah, but I mean, listen, Corey Corey is ranked second in the bantamweight division. And I mean, he just got murked by Aljamain Sterling. Yeah, but that's, so if that's, you're Frankie Edgar, but I mean, if I'm looking at that division and I'm Frankie Edgar, like obviously he is delirious in some ways, thinking that he can compete for a belt. And this is no disrespect to Frankie Edgar because he's a legend, mate. Right? Yeah, I like, think we're all but, on the same page. He's a legend. He's won a belt. He's done everything. He's accomplished bro, everything in the look UFC. At it like, look at it like this where do the legendary cars go? They go on the museum, they don't go on the fucking racetrack. Yeah. 
times have changed, mate. That's just the way it is. You know, yeah, he's a legend. But I, t- I called it last week. I said, word for word, I said, I tell you what, this is going to be a highlight real win for Corey. It's a mismatch. Shouldn't even Flying happen. Eat. Shouldn't even take place. And then he fucked him within 30, 30, within 30 seconds. It was one of those ones that it was, it was one of those ones where you're like, shit, one of these days, someone's not going to get up, bro. One of these days, someone's going to stay down or walk out the back and they're not going to come out. And it's going to happen. It's literally a matter of time. It's a scary thing, but that's what you sign up for. But, okay, your chances are not are a lot less likely to happen when both guys are of the same caliber. Even though Frankie was a legend, he ain't the same caliber as Corey Sandhagen. Get the fuck out of here. And people were hoping on a, hoping on a takedown. You think Corey don't know that? <laughs> did, well, did we just Why saw you think he, he fucking <laughs> flatlined him? And he wasn't even shooting, bro. He was just changing levels to threaten it. Yeah. And like, it was a, a perfect setup. Like he zig, zigzagged to the left and then let his head onto that right knee. And he didn't even have to jump. He's 5'11 in a bantamweight and can strike like that. Bro, I knew he was going to get, I knew Frankie was going to get absolutely murdered. And it's like, well, it's unfortunate. Yeah. And then we go up. Then we go up and watch the, the main event. As bad as that knockout was, sometimes the beatdowns are just as bad. The guy that if gets not cracked. Worse in some ways. Yeah, and he just, like, people have been saying, bro, that Alistair Overeem is the best striker as a heavyweight. Fuck, maybe, 20, maybe 10 years ago. But it hasn't been for a very oh, long dude, time. dude, he just got he's dominated so, by Alexander He's fucking Volkov. slow, bro. Like, yeah. And I, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to disrespect anyone. I'm just saying what I'm seeing. All right? And if someone, you know, it's the truth. Just is what it is. That knockout that he took from Francis Ngannou, he should have got a fucking suspension that said he shouldn't fight again. Because that was one of those ones where I was like, shit, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. That was the worst knockout I've ever seen. That was one of those ones where I was like, he ain't going to come back from that. That Fuck. is the most powerful man in UFC history. And then <laughs> all these, all these yeah. people were saying that Alistair's the best striker. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's he he's he's even the experts said that Alistair would have had a chance of getting a takedown. Since when does a striker need to get a takedown? No, Volkov's a better striker than him. Even other guys further down the division, like Ty, two of us, he's a better striker than Alistair yeah. and a better striker than he ever was. Alistair at his peak prime popping, doing really well, is still not as good as these guys coming through today. Yeah, he was a boss at K1 and Prime and Pride, but we're we're so far past that. And I know that he he got cracked and broke his nose, but broken nose or not, he never looked in it. And I was rooting for him. I wanted him to win. I was hoping that he can do it. But he just never looked like he was winning at all. And not only that, is He's got no cardio, bro. He's not going to yeah. be able to fight five rounds. Never again. Never again. You know, like, he was fucked by the end of that first round. Completely fucked. And it's just sad to see it. Because he should have retired after that Francis thing. And it's yeah. just that. Well, and- Corey, Corey and, and Alistair look like at, they're at completely different levels now in comparison to the Corys and the Alexander Volkovs and the toughest part for me watching those fights were you know the aftermath of it where Corey Sanhagen even said after the fight like dude I can't celebrate a fight like that 
That's nah, Frankie. Nobody that. wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. Nah. And Why Volkov came came up behind. Yeah, Volkov came and sat beside Alistair and spoke to him almost as if to pity the guy. Right, that he just dominated him the entire. That's what happens in mismatches, bro. He got his face yeah. mashed up like a fucking, like a horror movie, and that's how I said it. And I had, I was sitting in here with Len, who's a five-year-old, watches every fight with me, watches all the fights, sees people get KO'd all the time. She's, it's normalized to her. It's part of the sport. But I had to get her to leave the room, when when Alistair was in there. I had to get her to go, hey. You need to go to your room because this is shit's nasty. Yeah. This ain't no fucking Super Bowl. This ain't no normal football game. This is this is a man getting butchered. Yeah, and that's and, the toughest part. And right? you know like, why he's getting butchered? Because he's too old. Because he's too slow. Because he's past his prime. And it's just like I don't like Brendan Shaw, bro. As much as people dislike him, the guy's right a lot. And guys should be retiring earlier, you know. Like, I don't, I don't think Khabib should retire, but I think Khabib should retire when he's thirty-five. I don't want Connor to retire. Connor's the man, but I think he should retire when he's thirty-five. Take a look at um, Diego Sanchez. Don't give yeah. that guy any more fights, even Cowboy. Yeah, I was just going to say Cowboy. Fuck all of that shit. Dude, I don't, like, want, I, I don't want to see him back in there again after that. Nah, but he's probably going to, like, he's fighting He's fighting Diego Sanchez next. That's a yeah. good fight. If you, like I said. It's a legend's fight. You, That's a legend's if you, fight. Yeah, <laughs> if you're going to fight these old guys, if you're going to have these old guys fighting, have them fighting other old guys. Have yeah. them fighting, you know, don't have them fighting the Corey Sanderhagens of the division. Don't have them ranked at number four. No, 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 look, what does Frankie do from here? Does he go and fight Rob Font? Who's like rank seven or something? Because we know what'll happen if that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Bad news. Who's he fight? Aldo? No. That's a legend's fight. That's a great fight, but he won't win that. That's a great fight. Aldo Aldo is like one of those guys where we say, like, you know, we we speak about the DCs and and those guys who've gone a little bit past your label, and Aldo's still kind of that guy. You know, you know that there are legends right now that are still kind of there. But that's that's Although, that's a very once in a while circumstance. Yeah, very. That's fights. a two. Like we'll call it the two percenters. Yeah. But I mean, Aldo should have retired when he didn't. When he lost against Jan. When he had his final crack at the thirty-five, which he didn't win. He come off. Of, he he didn't win his way to that title. It was gifted to him. Because he's Josie Aldo. He got that fight because uh, <laughs> Aljamain couldn't make it. Eh? Is that why? Yeah. Something like he's that. Josie I don't Aldo. know. But yeah, he is. But um, and he's a freaking nature too. But would you be sad if he retired, or have you seen enough of him? Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't be sad if he retired. I'd no. be stoked for him. I would say, sweet bro, Absolutely. go, go, open up, go, put your focus towards something that you know you got a great name now. You still can, you know, you're educated. Go, go, go. Help open. the kids in Brazil, help them yeah. move into, uh, do a program and help these kids move into, you know, martial arts. And, you know, I, like DC said something yesterday that, that spoke with me too. And, and it just to keep on the fights, he was saying something like, you know what, you, they're both bad situations with what happened to San Hagen and, or sorry, with Frankie and, and, and Overeem, but you'd rather, much rather get knocked out than oppose that. Well, I mean, 
you much rather get knocked out than get a beating like you did if you're Alistair Overeem. Either way, you're, that affects the brain. But oh, just the way Alistair was just getting butchered and beaten. Yeah. And then, I mean, it just, like, look, I think Saturday was the tipping point for the conversation we've had for a while, which is these guys have to be retiring a lot sooner. Bro, and I think the UFC like, has to yeah. step in some, some case. And... So if you didn't listen last week, I said that everyone should be retired by the age of 40. The reason why I yeah. said that is because these fights were put together and I called what was going to happen. I said it. I fucking said it. And I don't want to be right. I didn't want Frankie to get murked within inside, inside 30 seconds. I didn't want Alistair Overeem to get absolutely bullshit. But both guys never had a fucking chance. And it's just what it is. And if they're going to continue to do these Legends fights, the younger guys are only getting better, where these guys are only getting worse. They're severely on the decline, while these guys are really on the fucking... They're getting better, bro. They're lions. They're hungry. You know, like... Fuck. Like, I don't know. I'm speechless, bro. I don't I'm. Well, I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to. I don't. I don't even. I don't even want to shed yeah. any light on any old man fights. And it just is what it is, bro. I've yeah. trained with old guys, fucking heaps, heaps, good old guys, old guys that were legends, you yeah. know, old guys that, and their amateurs out there are better than them. I said it about BJ Penn, and I'm right. And I don't even. I don't. I'm not fucking gloating or nothing, but it just is what it is. Just because, yeah. Well, there's no it. disrespect here. It's mostly absolutely just absolutely not. We don't want to see people get killed in there, man. Like, bro. Then the thing is, with when you have a voice and you have a mic and a fucking YouTube channel and you got something to say, say it, mate. You know, because people who keep their mouth shut are cowards. Say what you believe. Say what you think is right. Now, if if people choose to listen and that would have me, guess what? Frankie wouldn't have got flatlined and Alistair Overeem wouldn't have got butchered. And we no. can go down the line, but that, that's the most recent ones. But there's been a ton of these. There's Tony been Ferguson. a ton of these. And even like Clay Guida in there. Yeah. Clay, Clay Guida looked good, okay? Not great. He didn't look like a world beater. He should probably be fighting in another organization. But tell me that man is... To give that motherfucker a brain scan. He couldn't even stop moving in the post-fight interview. Now I don't know whether he's been like that his whole life, yeah. but he's clearly not. He's clearly not tip of the spear sharp anymore. He's had some, you know. You see, bro, have you ever meet people, someone who's had a t- terrible car accident, and then they do something fucking wild when they drink, yeah. or or the people that have been to war. I got some. I don't want to name any names, but I know a couple of my friends have been to war, been to Afghanistan, right? And they come back fucking tapped. And they seem normal and they seem okay, but then they have this like crazy, ridiculous work ethic that they put in in CrossFit. And they just fucking murder their bodies. And you're like, okay. Like, I guess that it's healthy that you're working out, but when you watch it and they're working out, when you push that hard, it's clinically insane. And then you get on the piss with them and they take a shit under the table or a shit in the swimming pool. Or they piss in your bed intentionally because they're trying to, because what's going on in here isn't okay for what's going on in our society because their thought process has been fucking hammered, you know? And it's sad, bro, but it just is true. And that's why I don't want to name any names because the things that I just mentioned actually happen. 
well, there's a whole collection of those things, yeah. right? Like PTSD and CTE. These are all things that are stemming from fighting, getting right, hit any, in the yeah, head, any, being butchered, any, being embarrassed. Like there are so yeah. many things that are any stemming from stress? this game, and we're seeing it now. Yeah, right? any stress, like serious, serious stress, stress. Uh, it's that chemical imbalance that's in your brain that'll fuck you up long term. Yeah, and it takes time, and 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 some. I don't. I honestly, in my personal opinion, I think if something seriously horrific happens to you where you do have PTSD, I don't believe that you can fully recover. I think that you get the tools that you need so you catch yourself from doing these out of the fucking whack shit things. So you have that little filter there that goes, hey, maybe I shouldn't do this or maybe I shouldn't drink or, you know, I'm, I'm getting this, so I've got to go and speak to this person instead of acting in such a way. But I don't think it's, a, I don't think you're normal nah you can't be normal bro like it sucks man it just sucks and yeah far as yeah. far as these guys find i don't i don't like to i don't like to see people getting damaged to that extent i, I like i don't i like when i saw ben Askren get knocked out by jorge masvidal i think uh john jones was the main event i think it was him and dom i don't want to watch that yeah i'd had enough violence for the night you know what i mean and i love this shit bro I fucking love it. I watch everything, listen to everything. Yeah. And if I do it, I'm there's tenacity level that I bring that other people don't. God, I do. I do to an to an extent like to hurt people, but I don't like to hurt them to the point where they're gonna fucking die, or they're gonna yeah. be a vegetable when they're older, or they're gonna never Nobody's recover or never anybody. be the same. No one's trying to kill anybody. No one wants anyone to have any long term serious conditions. You know. I've, Bro, this is this is negative. Um, this is bringing me down. Yeah, but the, you know, I think. Well, on. I think that. But look, listen. Yeah, you're shedding. You're, you're shedding light on a on a conversation because I think uh, I'm going to make the same point that I made last podcast, and I'm yeah. going to go double down on it right now. The sport is so young that we're finally seeing the aftermath effects of it. Right, we're seeing the come up. We've seen it grow. We've seen the amazing success and the results. But now that all the stars and the veterans are starting to walk away, we're slowly seeing it. We saw it with the Tito Ortiz's and the Chuck Liddell's. But now we're seeing all these legends like the Frankie Edgar's, the Osser Overeem's, the Tony Ferguson's, and a whole bunch of names that we can name off if we decided to put them on a list. A ton of them are walking away now damaged, right? BJ Penn, all these legends. You know, the one guy that did walk away that I want to say did it absolutely perfect was George St. Pierre. He walked away at the right time. He walked away at the yeah. right time, coming off a belt. He, and he was always active. He never, and he was the guy that said, I didn't like fighting. He didn't like getting hit in the head. And the way that he fought also, he was, that was, that allowed him to sustain his success for a longer period of time. Yeah. Well, a lot of these guys come into firefights and they're getting murked in the head every single fight. And that they does all wars. kinds of damage to you later on. Exactly. But um, even now, George is only 39. He also does believe that he got abducted by aliens. Now he's also he's not hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. No, he's not hundred percent. He's a little bit fucking crazy, you know. And as intelligent as he is, even he admit that. But that's because he's honest. Yeah. But I tell you what, it's very hard to say if uh, he never had any fights. Say he's just your average thirty-nine-year-old that didn't compete. It's very hard to say what it would be like then. He might not be like 
He might not think that he got abducted by aliens. He might not have those crazy, because he does say some out of the weird whack shit sometimes. You know? I don't know, bro. That's, that's the effects of CT. That's the effects yeah. of getting hit in the head so many times over a, a number amount of years. Like so, it, sometimes uh, he forgets where he was, you know? And yeah. I've heard that many, many look around, don't know where the fuck they are. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know, bro. But look. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm Let's gonna call on. it every time I see it, and I'm gonna be like, "This is wrong. This shouldn't yeah. happen." Yeah, you know. Fair enough. It's bad. Fair enough. Let's move on. Let's move on to a more positive conversation. I think this is really exciting, and I want to get your reaction on it. So I just listened to Ariel Hawani talking in ATS, an exclusive interview. Speaking and, of um, CTE. <laughs> oh man, listen. Oh. Uh, duh, duh, well, let's let's duh. keep it there. But I, Stockton, I motherfucker, Stockton. Oh, I haven't even lost. Um. So he lost, says man. he says there's nothing left for him in the lightweight division because he rules the division. That was one quote I want to bring up to you. Yeah, he doesn't think there's any fights it. left. And the other <laughs> the other part of it, as I want yeah. to get because like now this is another guy saying, Oh, that dude that just beat Tony. What's his name? That's the guy I want to fight. Charles Oliveira. He calls out Charles Oliveira and says that's his fight. Bro, what is with guys calling out know, Charles Oliveira? You know what I think uh, it's I said it last time. It's the fucking. I don't know. I don't believe that Nate Diaz is the sort of guy to pick on the weakest link. I don't think that. Um, but I don't think that Nate Diaz follows the sport like crazy. He doesn't, man. He watches some fights, but he doesn't watch everything because didn't he, like he like he legitimately doesn't know who some guys are. You know, and to say that he's beaten everyone, he's fucking it. He's got some CTE too, bro. Because yeah, he did. You got KO'd by Josh Thompson, even though Josh Thompson is re- retired, and so he yeah. should be. Smart man, good on you. There, take a lesson from that guy. Got out when he needed to. He's thirty nine now. He's old podcast and he's doing well. Yeah. He 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 finished Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Um, we have seen him lose. He lost to Connor. You know, he got absolutely the shit beaten out of him by Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, they never look like like I I don't think that he would have come back and won that fight. He he was kind of on the up up, but Jorge Masvidal was dangerous and he beat him up the entire time and he inflicted a lot of. I mean, he kicked him in the fucking head, like lean, like Nate Diaz leaned into it and Jorge Masvidal kicked him clean in the head. And any normal person should have got flatlined by it. Any normal person would get KO'd by that. But not him. But hey, this look, when you've been inactive for that long and props to Nate Diaz, because he comes to fight, bro. He never turns up shit. He never turns up shit. He always turns up good. As long as he's been out. He showed that when he fought Anthony Pettis. And I was like, oh, I don't know how he's going to go here because he's been out of the game for how, how many years. Yeah, and he looked amazing. He looked damn good, but it's yeah. Anthony Pettis. And then and he's kind of on his way out too, right? Let's be honest. Yeah, he is out. He is out. Yeah. And then you look at uh, Masvidal, and then it's just levels to the sport, man. They're on. They're in two different just, spectrums. Yeah, and, and like uh, so, if you yeah, he, sorry, bro. he, he yeah, fighting yeah. someone like Dustin Poirier. Well, he called him out too. That's what I wanted to say. Dustin says, Poirier, uh, Dustin Poirier will fuck him up. Yeah. Dustin Poirier knows that. Nate Diaz is delirious. Doesn't think that. 
Dustin Poirier would fuck him up. Okay, probably like we know we know Dustin can hold a pace for five rounds. The thing yeah. is with Nate, he's not the most skilled guy. He's unorthodox. That's because he's un. That's because he's uncoordinated. Is why he's unorthodox. Not saying he's that shit, but Dustin Poirier would fucking beat the brakes off of him for five rounds. Nate Diaz never wins the first round. Never. Go look at the statistics. I'm just right. Um, he 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 very rarely wins the second second round. He always comes back. That's his thing. His weapon is his cardio. His ability to take damage and roll with punches and then come back and inflict damage. He's very good at being the nail. And then coming back and being the hammer. That's not a great deal. You should never want to be the nail. It just is what it is. But that's why the man's never had a belt. And that's why he's never going to have one. That's why he's never going to get one. Do you want to see him fight again? Yeah. But I want to see him fight someone that's not going to fucking destroy him. Yeah. I do want to see him fight again. I want to see him fight Conor at 170. That has to happen. Yeah, I feel like okay. that's the one that makes sense. Him, him calling out, uh, sorry, him calling out Charles Oliveira and, and Dustin Poirier, two guys coming off big wins against the tops of the division. Uh, I, I, I just don't. After, and seeing what, what Charles Oliveira did to old man Ferguson, and no disrespect to Ferguson. Nah, no we, disrespect, we, we, but we've, he should retire too. We've had our opinion on Talking him. Talking about while, that, right? yeah. So, I mean, Oliveira absolutely demolished the guy. And uh, if we're talking about fresh and, and ready, Oliver is right there. Oliver Chandler, Dustin Poirier, uh, in some ways, Gaethje, even though he came off that loss to, to Khabib. No, Justin Gaethje could beat anybody. Yeah, Justin Gaethje 100%. could beat everyone you just mentioned. Justin Gaethje could beat, yeah. could very well beat Dustin Poirier. Yeah. He very well could beat. Um, I feel like I would, that's I'll, a game plan switch. I'd yeah. probably pick him in all those fights, to be honest. If it's Justin versus Oliveira, pick him. The only thing is, is we know we've seen a huge hole in Justin's game with his jiu-jitsu. Yeah. He's got... Ab- Once he's got sh- on the mat, he's, he's done. Got, he's, he's got shit jiu-jitsu. He's shit on the mat. He's shit. He's shit. He could... I put money on it that Justin Gage is going to most average jiu-jitsu games and not like ones where everybody's a white belt, but one where everybody's fighters. And if he rolls, there's not going to be a guy there that couldn't tap him out. And just yeah. as and we just seen it because it's as fundamentals is and that we all of our matchup is interesting then. Well, it depends if Justin Gagey's got that level of wrestling that stops him from going to the ground. So he's, exactly, he he can he's he can use that, but at the same time, uh, even as Khabib is Khabib, there's basic fundamentals and rules and basic basic fundamentals that he fucked up that he, that he didn't do, and it's um. It shows your cards. It shows that you don't. Shows that you've only got a seven and a nine when it comes to the mat. And even though Khabib's got a pair of aces, you're fucked, bro. You know who else has got a pair of aces? Someone like Nate Diaz or someone like that. But it's the getting him to the ground. And the own honestly, Michael Chandler is probably the best wrestler out of you know Dustin, um, Oliveira, or like, that. Yeah, and Nate Diaz and that. So he's probably got probably, I think that he's probably got the best chance because who can ever get him to the mat is going to beat him. Yeah. But he's dangerous as fuck on the feet, and he showed that many times before. He sees this thing like a car crash, bro, and he's a he he's a dump truck. That guy, you know, he's very grounded, and he and he and he and he's the way that I say it, bro, is that some people that hit people in the head are like Michael jo- Michael Jordan when they shoot basketballs and hoops 
Some people can just land it time and time yeah. again. Boom. Connor's one of those guys. Dustin's not one of those guys. He's not. He misses a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's very good. Dustin's a veteran of the game. He's damn good. And he looked damn good against Connor. Um, but back to Nate Diaz, he had some interesting points about that. And I don't disagree with him. And a lot of the shit that he does say is right. He's yeah. not wrong. And he has a, he has a different perspective because he's been in there and he's a veteran and he's, he knows this game yeah. well. But he was, sometimes... He's saying some crazy things about his 11 losses. Like he was saying that he's ain't, he ain't lost to nobody and he's all trying, he's trying to avenge every loss and the UFC has denied him that request. Oh, he's definitely um, lost. Oh, he's def- yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. definitely not. He's, he's, got, he's got different perspectives on things in listen, general. Listen, ha- as long as he's been in the UFC, he's never been the best guy. Ever. He's never, in high time he's been in the lightweights, he was never the best lightweight. And never. And he says, like, that the welterweights are shit. Bro. No, they're not. I don't want to see him against Kamaru Usman. No, I don't. Well, you're not going to. You're not going to. But I don't even want to see him against Jorge Masvidal again because we saw that. No, absolutely not. And he got fucked. But hey, let's, I would want, the reason why I would want to see that is because of um, how it was stopped last time. And I even like if I think if Nate fights Connor at one seventy, I think Connor will not. I think Connor will finish him. I think if they fight at one fifty five, I think Connor will finish him. I think there's a finish when he fights Connor. I think because Connor hasn't gotten worse. He hasn't gotten a lot better because he hasn't been as active. But I think you'll find that this loss will light a fire under his ass. No more Mister Nice Guy. That's what he said. Yeah, on that's IG, what right? he said. And I mean, he doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Yeah, he's he's one of the most but, intelligent men to do it, bro. Yeah, the Nate Diaz Connor fight makes a lot of sense, though, right? If, if we're talking about from timelines and you know Connor coming off a loss, uh, it, the the it's I gotta say first that I am happy for Dustin Poirier because now he's got a he's so in front of him now is this bowl of soup and it's got all different condiments in it and all that stuff. He got some chicken, some beef. He can pick and choose which one he wants to eat first. Uh, does he want uh, Charles Oliveira for the title? Does he want Chandler for the title? Does he want another trilogy match with Connor? Does he well, want the bad blood with Nate Diaz? I see what I mean. He's saying, a, he's in a really good position, you know. And no, I think no, like, for not, him, not really, bro. Not really. Here's why: because he's gonna get the get what you get, and you don't get upset. He doesn't have enough pull in this game to pick and choose his fights. He just doesn't. He might have. A, he might. He might turn them down, but yeah. he doesn't have that star power where he gets to choose who he fights next. He just doesn't. Bro. But I would. Well, I, I think I'm not saying here that he has. He can pick and choose. What I'm saying is he. He's got options. He's got the options. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, the UFC's right, so, got the options, and they're going to give him whatever they want, and he will take but it. But everyone, everyone knows though. Yeah, but I think everyone knows it's either got to be for a belt or it's that trilogy fight with Connor. It's the only two things that make sense. Well, that'll be for a belt too. Yeah. Well, that better be. Because, like, I don't care who it is he's fighting. Dustin deserves he, the belt out of everyone else. He, yeah, well, that's what Khabib said, and Khabib's checking out. So, see you later. Yeah. Yeah, well, Khabib no said I'm it, not, too. He says, uh, I'm not sad about that. You. Um, what he says, US, UFC lightweight division must go on. Dustin Poirier deserves to be champ. So, if he says it, like, you know, in, in some cases, you kind of say, hey, like, you know, that Dustin should be the champ. So if they do that trilogy for the belt, I'm not going to be mad uh, because in my in, in our both opinions, and I think you agree with me, Chandler and Oliver still have a fight to go before they fight for the title. 
in my honest yeah opinion. i think um i think uh Oliveira's getting a little bit um the i've said it last time i think that he's getting a little bit over overblown here like he did it does yeah. have an eight fight win streak but he's got a realistically he's got a two fight win streak one against kevin lee so what and one against uh, uh, a washed up Tony Ferguson, who was always average. And I mean, yeah, I want to see, I want to see him fight Michael Chandler. That's the fight. It and like, I think I've always wanted to see Connor fight Justin Gagey. Um, I think that's a fight that's going to get Connor out of bed, and that's a that's a fight that's going to make Connor yeah. really not be Mister Nice Guy because, mate, the thing is with Connor, he, he posts that shit. Oh, no more Mister Nice Guy, but. He's still a good kind of at the same time, you know. And if you put a nice guy in front of him, he'll respect him. He'll be the yeah. he will be because he's mature now. He's not going to say nothing for no reason, you know. He 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 will. But I mean, uh, it's if he gets the Nate Diaz fight, you know they're going to be talking shit. He, the reason first reason is is because Nate thinks he won the second fight, but he fucking lost. He lost, yeah. and it it wasn't that close like he did definitely like he bro he got dropped five times or five times yeah Yeah. Yeah, like like a couple of those rounds the rounds that connor won a couple of them were 10-8s bro you know and he yeah kind of slowed down with the cardio thing a little bit then he came back and turned it on and then it was yeah he froze to the end but Hey, that's in the past, and the judges got the scorecards right, and that's what happened. And but hey, we need to see another. We do. Hey, and, you know, with what you just said though, um, Oliveira and Chandler, Connor and Justin Gaethje. Does it almost feel like, in some ways, like I just said, Dustin has all these options, but it almost sounds like Dustin is the odd man out because he's the only one that truly deserves a title fight. So here, hear me out for a second. Hear me out for a second. Okay. Nah. What if we did? No, listen, what if we did? What if we did Oliver and Chandler, you did Gaethje and Connor, and then you did Dustin and Nate as a filler fight. And then we can only speculate though. Well, it's always speculation. And I think that's, that's all we can do, but it sounds like with, because there's, there's five guys in play. Five guys in, in play here, and one guy is going to be the odd man out. No, we. Well, you, you still nah. You can. You can you can start at the top and go. Hey, you got because you got Dustin Poirier. Who's going to fight for the title next? He doesn't need a fight right away. I think Oliveira is asking too much. If I'm honest, I don't think that. I can't see Oliveira being a champ. I just don't think that he'll get it. I just don't think that he's got the ability to do it. I don't want to be like doubting him, but it's just my personal opinion. I just think that if Oliveira fights Dustin, he loses. If he fights Justin Gagey, he loses. If he fights Connor, he loses. And I think if he fights Michael Chandler, he loses. He loses, yeah. Yeah, and that's just my that's just my picks. He's very skilled. He does have sharp hands, but he can't knock you out. Everyone I just mentioned can knock you out. And that's uh that's the the difference in this game. You got to be able to shut the other man out completely, and he can't do that. And Khabib he shuts people out completely, but with a dominant wrestling style, whereas Oliveira is not a wrestler at all. 
He's got great jujitsu. Great jujitsu. Incredible. Probably the best. But jujitsu doesn't always win fights, bro. Jujitsu is like a last resort. You know what I mean? Or unless you have an attacking style of jujitsu, which the only person who has that, the only person who has that right now is Brian Ortega. And he used it and he still he still couldn't get it off against the good guy, against Max. You know, he had attacking jujitsu against Cub Swanson, but he couldn't use that same that same shit against against Max. And Oliveira doesn't have that level. You know, Oliveira's good, bro, but he doesn't. He's not Brian Ortega good. Yeah. He um, he's he's a smaller lightweight too. He doesn't have the cage presence. He he's got all the right footwork. He's got good like sharp technical striking. Um, but he could literally. With everyone that I just mentioned, he could literally win four rounds and get fucked up in the fifth. You know what I mean? Because I don't think that he um, he doesn't hurt people to the point where they slow down like crazy. He, Kevin Lee slows down naturally because he just, just does. He's just not, never been a cardio guy. He carries too much muscle, cuts too much weight. Yeah. Never has, never has a great gas tank. It's not a flex to beat him like the way that he did. Like, uh, like it is. Like, but if we're talking about the elite of the elite, which is what we're always talking about, we're not, mate. You got to be special. You got to be something fucking different. You got to be. You got to have wow factor. You got to have holy shit factor. You got to have. You got to have the ability to shut out guys. You know, like absolutely shut them out. And he did shut out Tony Ferguson, but he didn't hurt him. He he would he probably would have got an armbar on anyone else, you know. But I I don't know. It don't is know. what it is. I, the lightweight division is always in lieu, and it's always a conversation every week because there's always just some new development. Like the fact that Nate Diaz came out and said he wants Oliveira. It's just another big name calling out. Uh, yeah, Nate Diaz guy he hasn't talking. beat and He's yeah, he always does, right? But that's what I'm saying is it's clearly the UFC is trying to get him back in. It's clearly the media is so strung up on trying to get him back. Um, I think the only fight that makes sense is him and Connor in the trilogy right now. Uh, especially if he's Nate trying Diaz to come back this year. Like, I'm going to fuck you up. Bro, he's as fuck. So, you know, he thinks he's a gangster. The man's a gangster. He is. I love Nate I give Diaz. it to him there, but he ain't, he ain't the only one. There's many of yeah. them. There's many of many yeah. of human beings just like that, you know? And, well, hey, we got to see it. we got to see it, bro. You can't just be yep. talking. Yep. You need to do it because that's what counts. And he hasn't fought in forever. And last time he fought, he got whooped. So to be saying that's a dormant division, it's not. It's actually the most exciting division. Yep. And it has been so. for a fucking long time. And you know what? There's not a lot of guys in the 170 division that he beats cleanly as well. Not at the top end, anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say if not, I don't think there's anyone. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna let's move on to the let's. Sorry, what's up? I'm just gonna. I was gonna bring up the 170 division. Well, I was just gonna move on because yep. you 170. The title fight is happening this Saturday. UFC oh, 258. Yeah, it's I got a little topic bit for the for the day. Yeah, yeah, I know we're going on, on the rails, but I got a little bit of intel so, on that. Um, the intel. So, as we know, that these men were training partners and friends for a long ass time, right? Yeah. Um, friends fucking cornered each other, had each other backs, their buddies. Number, Gilbert Burns is number one. 
Clara is the champion. Gilbert Burns is 19 and 3. Gilbert, isn't Burns number one. two? No, he's number one. Burns is, oh, he's number one now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They just dropped Kobe. So, um, my Michael Kieser versus Nate Diaz is cool. Um, but anyway, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. But, um, look, former teammates fighting each other on Saturday. So, here's the thing. Here's yeah. the dirt. Here's the dirt. Right. So, DC said, he said that. Yeah, I know when this. He, when he, you know, when he fought, he knew that he couldn't beat Cain Velasquez. Yes. He knew that. He knew because they trained with each other a whole lot. And when you do train with people and you spar and you roll and you, you, you when you, you know, you got, you get a good fucking, even if you're the coach and you're watching it, you get a good, a pretty clear idea on who can beat who. You know what I mean? It almost, like, there's a lot of times when you're sparring, you're really fighting, you know, it just is what it is. And you kind of see the results. And the word out of those gyms is Gilbert Burns is the better fighter. Apparently, Gilbert Burns is the better, better guy, and then you know they—that's what they think. That's what the, all the guys that are out of the gyms have said, and that's a—that's a common, that's that's a common rumor. That that was Brendan Schaub that said that too, but I believe it. And um, but I will touch base on it. Is that it's it's different when you fight. It's different. Hundred percent different when you fight, and and the like, you're as a martial artist, you're in a constant, uh, constant state of development, so you're always getting better. And I always like to look at it for myself. I and like what Kane said, it's like a competition: who can do the most reps, who can do the most training sessions, who can get in the most time, who can get in the most hours. Who can train more? It's a competition in that aspect. Who's training smarter too? Who's getting those light bulb moments where you're learning shit and then applying it? It's like yeah. that, yeah, constant state of development. And it's since they've been apart, um, well, Kamaru's been with Trevor Whitman. Trevor Whitman's one of those guys that will give you those light bulb moments and he'll develop guys quick. You know, Kamaru's not his first champion. And he's had Rose, uh, Justin. I can't think of more, but I'm sure he's had other high level, high, high level people, you know, and he's very intelligent and he's smart. And it's very hard to say who is going to win this and who is the better guy. I still am, am leaning towards Kamara. I just think that's, he's the, he, he'll get it done. And I think that too, because like, I know what DC said and DC's got a great, a fucking, he's a very good at um, breaking it down. He's extremely intelligent. And he is right in a lot of the things he said, but at the same time, training isn't fighting. Fighting is different. And like, I'm sure that you or whoever, anybody who sparred has lost rounds in sparring two guys that they could be in a fight because a fight's different. Fight, like you are trying to hurt someone. If you're trying to hurt someone in training, you're a dick. You should never try and hurt your training partners. In a fight, you should your goal should be to hurt that mother, hurt that person, hurt the opponent. That's the goal. That shouldn't be the goal in in, in sparring. No. But then there's that other aspect, and you hear it all the time. What about the guys that are the superstars in the gym, but then don't put it together the best on the night? You know, these guys clearly both can put it together on the night. But who can put it together a little bit better? There's a big question mark there. 
you know, and we don't know. We're going to find out. I'm, I'm leaning. I'm still leaning towards Kamara. Yeah, he's, I'm um, leaning towards Kamara too. I mean, he's he's always been solid every fight night. There hasn't been a time. I mean, oh, well, it was the one challenge where we saw where we we're like, there's some holes there, right? And oh, he's got huge holes. He's he talks yeah. about um he talks about not having holes in his game, but he's got huge holes. He's he's out of that division. I'll bring it back up. Yeah, from a, uh, clearly from a striking like, perspective, I don't think that uh, he even stands right. in there. With he's not. The he's not even. He doesn't. He's not even clean. No, he's got. No. He's got. Have you seen him when he when he shoot when he punches to the body? Yes, yeah. he does exactly what I teach people not to do. Not to do. Don't fucking do that. Change your level. Hit the body. He just stands and like punches downwards with his big open V. And the only reason why people can't hit him because he's got long arms. Yeah. But it's one of those things all you gotta take is see it. See it and 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 and, and make the yeah. um make the change that you can get to that head and sort of I don't know, he's just got a lot of holes, but I mean he's so fucking tough and big and strong and athletic that he can get away with a lot of shit, man. He can get yeah. away Kamara Osman can get away with breaking a lot of basic fundamentals because he's so powerful and strong and durable. No one gives him enough credit for how durable he is, bro. Like he fucking, is he the most athletic? Is he the one of the most athletic fighters to grace the cage ever? Because now I'm thinking yeah. about it, and you just yeah. brought up a great point, mate. He is big and strong and yeah. explosive like, and the, and durable the, the, and everything that you can use to. He doesn't get enough credit for how durable he is because if you in certain situations, it's not just a power thing too. He does have a lot of power. Yeah. You know, he, he definitely, he's probably out of the, all of those guys, he probably hits the hardest. But if he stands in front of someone and they hit him five times, like Jorge Masvidal and Kamaru hits them two, Kamaru will come off better off. His opponent usually takes the, oh, fuck, you know, because he is, he is a specimen. The only other person I could think of when we said that was Yoa Romero. But Yoa Romero can fight for five minutes. That's mm-hmm. it. Everything out. Yoel Romero, his athleticism is almost his downfall. He's too big. You know, he's too heavy. Well, he's not built like a track star. He's built more like a 100-meter dash runner, right? And I think Kamaru was that balance. I don't he's even, the guy yeah. that could probably – he's probably that guy that could run a five-hour marathon yeah. and then do a 200-meter dash and beat everybody out. Like, Kamaru yeah, Usman the- is that guy. Like, he's that thing type is- of athlete. He, not only – he's the most – He's the most muscle-bound specimen out of that division, but he also has the most uh, cardio, which yeah. is like is a very, very. It's it's not it's, it's not often that you see that. Yeah, it's not common. Yeah, it's quite rare. It's a very uncommon. He's uncommon amongst uncommon men. He's he's a beast. The only yeah, other guy um, I can think of, and off the top of my head, is GSP. But GSP is still not that type of GSP is that... not even like and and this is the. This is the way that the sport grows, bro. And I'm going to say this, and people are going to disagree with me, but they can go get fucked. Hey, hey, GSP, hey, be careful what you say about GSP. He's my go-to. GSP okay? in his prime, in his absolute best, wouldn't beat, would not beat Kamaru. He just wow. wouldn't. That's, a, that's, a, that's one of those. I'm sorry to say this, haters, but that's a bit of, bit of a mismatch. It Do you just think is. that's simply because of the athleticism? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 
the thing is as well when people say this about stuff they say hey um size doesn't always matter but it fucking sometimes it does well sometimes fighting weight classes like even people even jujitsu even in jujitsu who's that meant to be that you know and like i've rolled with guys that are like 130 pounds that have fucked me up you know what i mean me too but you kind of you kind of get to a you kind of get to a level (laughs) and as long as you're good enough you can deal with it Dude, I, I have deal this with embarrassing those story. This little, but you know what? If we, if, if me and that same hundred, damn, you know, if me and that same hundred and thirty-five guy, there's no way he would be able to get me to the ground. No, oh, I'd yeah. smash him, just smash him. And even if he was a good striker, doesn't matter, smash him. And but now that and that dude was a uh, obviously a black belt, and that. But I don't think that the same thing would happen now. I think I'd be able to. I think he would. I would never. I would never have the ability to be as technical as that. <laughs> I but have I still that little experience. That. I still don't believe oh, that man. you could. You could. You could do it. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. It, size does matter, bro. Strength does mm-hmm. matter, and it matters over time even more. So the longer the fight goes on, the more it will lean towards Kamaru, because he does have that pace. He does have that pressure. He does have. He's not. Like he isn't the most skilled guy, but by shit, he's the most athletic, durable. Yeah, hundred percent. Probably to, but probably to yeah to either grace the. You know, he might might be the most athletic guy ever. Yeah, I can't think of anyone that's like that. Well, there's Francis Ngannou, but like I don't know if he's the same type of explosive athlete that Kamaru Usman is. You know, Francis Ngannou can fight for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) No, he probably can't. He probably can't. He probably can't. He's got he's he's got a solid three minutes in him. If he's if you force Francis to fight. Nah, yeah, he doesn't have yeah. like he has only he has one method of victory. Francis yeah, and that's why I still have Stipe winning. Yeah, that's why that's I still have Stipe good... winning that. Yeah, yeah, that one method is very dangerous. It's a little bit like having a fucking fifty caliber with five bullets. Yeah, you know, as long as you can hit, you're gonna kill it. Whatever happens, you yeah, know what I mean. Stipe Miocic, we're talking about the highest IQ yeah. fighter in the, the UFC right now. Uh, so. Yeah, I hope I hope Stipe. I think Stipe probably does but, get it. Anyways, uh, you know, going back to this this week's card, let's just touch base on it before we end off. Uh, so, just want to say something. I up? always find myself in a position where I want someone to win, but I think the other guy's going to win, and I'm like, my my heart is with Gilbert Burns. It really is. Really? I like Gilbert Burns more than I like Kamaru Usman. Really, I do, and I want Kamaru to win. I mean, I want Gilbert to win, but I just think that. Kamaru's gonna and like I'm gonna be watching these fights going fucking come on Gilbert I want you to I want you to get him I want Kamaru to lose I do but I just don't think he's gonna you know that's I'm how gonna I be celebrating Dustin and Connor I was so torn with Dustin and Connor I even this co-main event too like a dude I was like oh I love Chandler but he's that athletic guy know. Chandler but I mean, I watch his. I'm no, gonna... he's he's not an Usman though. I mean, just I'm, yeah, we're talking purely on size, right? Weight classes, and, but Usman is probably someone who could find a two hundred five and have some success. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but like you know what I mean. Touching on that athleticism <laughs> shit, fuck man, I I don't know if I can follow Michael Chandler on Instagram anymore, eh? Dude, do you see some of his stuff? Oh man, you you're pissed like, over the hooker does... fight. You just do like, and I'm and I'm all. I used to be all about. I want to do the Michael Chandler workouts. But I don't want to do them every fucking day. 
Like I'm getting tired day, of seeing dude. him do backflips and ball slams and pushing sleds with that NF shit in the background. Like, I don't know. It just seems a little <laughs> cliche and, and cringy. And it get, it's getting old, bro. It's getting old. I think you're just you know pissed because I mean? of that Ric Flair shit oh, after, you beat little, your, after you beat your nation. Bro, mate, mate I, I cannot wait to see Michael Chandler fight again. I really can't. I'm looking forward I really to like, it. I like Michael like, Chandler. Yeah. I might just unfollow him. I still like him, but I might unfollow him. I like Michael Chandler. All right, look, let's, let's go over the UFC 250 card. <laughs> let's look at the 258 card. Usman and Burns, obviously the main event, co-main event. I'm sorry, I Alexa Grasso and Macy Barber. Yeah, get out of here with that. Uh, is this a fight <laughs> night? Uh, Kelvin Dana. Gaslam. Dana! The, the Kelvin I'm looking forward to, bro. Kelvin the Gaslam Kelvin I'm looking forward to. Underrated guy in the UFC. Yeah, I think Calvin Gaslam was the most underrated guy in the UFC. I fuck. I hope he still got it because he's been on a skid. But there was a time, there was a time where he was on. I believe it was a seven fight streak, not a win streak, but he's on seven fights where he had dropped every single person he was in the cage with, and a lot of them he knocked him out. So it was like that time where he fucking destroyed Bisping. He, he don't forget he dropped Israel. He yeah, he dropped him. Israel. Yeah, he dropped Chris Weidman, and he should have won that fight, but he got caught. You know, and he he wins that fight and most times, I believe. He was by and far he was, he was by far Israel's most competitive bout too. In the way that he life. closes, the way that he closes distance, bro, and slings that hand. I believe he's, he's I think he's <sighs> Southpaw. I don't know, but the way that he closes distance and cracks people. He's got the. He's got the. I don't think he gets enough credit for his tools. He's got a lot of tools in the bag, man. He's got a lot of yeah, tools in the bag. Yeah, but he's 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 an expert at closing distance, bro. Yeah. He's not like the longest guy. He's the smallest guy in the division. But fuck, he's good, bro. He's, Fight IQ he's tools. He's got it. Um, his tenacity too. He's not a quitter, man. Pedro Munoz, Jimmy Rivera. I think that'll be an interesting bantamweight bout. Number eight and number nine. Once uh, you know versus each other. Uh, yeah. I think they're outside of that title picture, but I think that's still an interesting fight because, in some ways, I think that could be a needle mover in the future. Yeah, I uh, think. Um, how old? You know, how, how old is Jimmy? How how old is Jimmy Rivera? And who's he fighting? 31. Pedro Munoz. Pedro Munoz is thirty-four. I mean, Pedro Munoz came it's such off. A, uh, bro, do you know yeah. that? Do you know that? Uh, Jimmy well, he's Rivera. The of Frankie. Yeah. He was on a twenty-two fight win streak. He won 22 fights in a row or something like that. Bring it up. Maybe 21. Just because it's, let's take a look at his shirt, dog. El Tero. Jimmy Rivera. But he's he's not the same. No. He doesn't win the pressure. Yeah, but he's... Crap, yeah, 22 fight win streak. There you go. See, I'm not full of shit. Going from the ring of combat from 2009 all the way to Thomas Almeida in 2017. Then he lost to Morais, beat John Dodson, and then a two-fight losing streak against Aljamain Sterling and Piotr Jan, and then beat Cody Stammen. So, uh, you know, he's a beast. He's he's a beast. beast. He's He's still in there. I'm going to be honest with you. He's he is a little. He he got a he got a sweet head kick on someone too, but it's like maybe he was the one that got head kicked. I don't know. He had the head. Yeah, it was Marlon. I think uh, he got head kicked by Marlon Morais. Yeah. Yeah. I actually picked him to win that fight because that was the first L, wasn't it? 
That was his first stealth, yeah. There you go. Fuck, I'm not full of shit. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah. I am. I, I am, but I know some shit, okay? And a lot of the things that I say, I say them because I'm I'm fucking right, right, bro. You know? <laughs> I'm fucking right. All right? And But the thing is, Jimmy Rivera hasn't been the same since he got head kicked like that, eh? No, no, he hasn't been. I mean, he's been on the skid, and then he beat uh, Cody Stamen. So, I mean... We'll see how Cody he bounces Stamen. back. I think this Cody is a great fight. Bro, Cody Stamen has been in the UFC for five fucking minutes. <laughs> All right. Shit, yeah. real. Let's be honest. But um, um so that's no that, but he what is I could be wrong about that, actually. But look, if I could be wrong about something, I'll tell you that I could be wrong about it. Yeah. But if I'm right, I'll yeah. tell you I'm right. Well, let's take a look at it. so Usman and Burns is happening this Saturday. I'm pre- I'm I'm honestly very excited for this for this main event. Uh, excited to see Calvin Gaslam. Excited to see that Bantam leap out. Um, yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't. What? Hey, hey. You know what I think? I think if they're gonna have these fucking shitty cards, I hate to. I hate to say it, but it's just shit, bro. That's not a. Yeah, it's not a great card, man. Where do I look at it? I want to like just t- just type in UFC and then it'll give you the uh, the events and the feature events. New fight card. All right, sixty five dollars. Yeah, to watch Kamaru Usman versus Gilbert Burns. No one gives a shit show about. You know, everyone's going to be fucking streaming that. No one gives yeah. a shit show about Alexa Grasso. Who never know who that is? I obviously know who it is. You know who it is. Who she's fighting? Yeah, Macy Barber. Fighting? Macy Barber. Macy I Barber. know who that is too. But she ain't kind of co-main event material, bro. Yeah, I don't know. That's an but interesting fight to have a, in there. Why didn't? Here's a little skit we can have. Alexa Grasso and Macy Barber are not co-main event material. That is some fucking fight night bullshit right there. They're selling us. Yeah. That's some cheap ass. Ch- well, I'm even shocked shit. that that's, Jimmy Rivera bro, a, and. Uh... That's fuck out of here with that. <laughs> fuck Dude, out no, of but here that's what I'm saying. Like you have Jimmy Rivera, like you have Jimmy Rivera, and Pedro Munoz. Hey, like that could a be a co-main. I want to see bro. Kelvin Gastelum on the co-main, man. Yeah, but the guys on it. Who's he fighting? Yeah, Ian Heinich. Ugh, that that guy, that guy is one ugly looking dude, eh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real, this is a fight night. This is a bit where we talk about how shit the rest of the card is. Yeah. Okay, because that needs to be brought up, and and I'm not paying for it. I'm gonna fuck stream the shit out of that. Should we but, just start doing? Should we just start thinking about like these cards having it? If it's not a Conor McGregor, if it's not the lightweight title, if it's not. John Jones, if it's not a trilogy, if it's not a major storyline, can we please not have just one title fight and all these shitty fight well, night cards? The thing is, is, I mean, there's, dude. there's nothing we can do about it, Ruben, but what we can do is complain. And yeah, we well, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm about doing, fucking, dude. About these fucking crappy $65 to see Alexa Grasso and Macy Barber on a co-main event. Man, when we and had Nunes on the card. Okay, it's a good Man. fight, but Fuck, I'm not even going to... I'm just going to say this how it is, bro. Usman is in boring fights a lot. Yeah. A lot. There was a long time that Usman didn't get what he wanted because he was boring, bro. And I like Usman, and I agree. And that's just what it is. And I mean... I mean, no... uh, Gilbert Burns isn't a boring fighter by any means, but his fight with Tyron Woodley was... A little bit one-sided, like I don't know, I don't know, bro. I don't yeah, think it's just it's not. Tyler it's not. On the way up. If I tell you right now, this is what I'm gonna say, and this is where we can end the bit. 
if this fight card was $35, I wouldn't pay for it. And that's it. <laughs> Next. Yeah. If, if this fight was at if this fight was at seven o'clock in the morning, I'd probably sleep in. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'd yeah. watch the main. But sixty-five dollars. Fuck off with that shit. Well, can we also I mean Dana has get out of here with like, that uh, shit. Well, Dana hasn't been like, oh, I, I caught you. Like, he hasn't been mad on the streamers this weekend. Because, like, let's be honest, I'm sure Dana knows that this is not going to do anything call remotely close. Hey, nah, but guess what? Dana White's a dickhead. But, hey, you know what we said last time <laughs> on, our, on our podcast last week is, um, you know why I say this, bros? Because he hates, he hates the guys in media. You know why he hates the guys in media? Is because a lot of the time they're telling the truth. Yeah, 100%. And, and Dana White says a lot of things that uh, he's just full of shit. So who cares about him? But he does run the whole thing and mad props for him doing what he does. But at the same time, did you hear what Nate Diaz said about the 165 Division 2? He wants that shit. Yeah, there. he wants that. He wants to fight Dustin at 165. It's going to happen, bro. It's going to happen. It's got it. It's got it. It will. It it's will. But um, it. hey, who knows? I don't know. Let's talk about how fucking... Dana, let's talk about all the things that Dana said wasn't going to happen that happened. We should make a bit. A yeah, skip. well, well, let's let's do that next time because like that's there's a lot that that's a whole show on itself. Did we miss anything? <laughs> Have we missed anything? Have we got everything? No. That's Could the main saying, stuff that I'm touching on. Yeah, Dustin saying, should be yeah, the pass champ. it on. Yeah, we said that. So UFC two five eight card is, is is literally one fight card. This fuck. Well, it's the- one fight. It's one fight. I mean, sorry guys, this has been oh, quite the it. negative podcast, but it's been an honest one. Anthony <laughs> Johnson versus Yoel Romero, April sixteenth, Bellator. There goes a Bellator I might tune into. Yeah. Well, uh, I like yeah. tune into hey, every Bellator that Julie Bud's fighting on I've too. Seen Great fighter. Jimmy Crute is going to be fighting Anthony Lyon yeah. Smith. Yeah. Uh, he's filling cool. in for Johnny Walker. Because Johnny cool, Walker's bro. out with a with a big injury, so. That's gonna be yeah. a fun fight, and and the hey, the next fight night's awesome too. We've got uh, what's the name, Curtis Blades and Mister, um, what's the name, Curtis Blades, and Derek Lewis. So two big boys, okay. dude. They still have Andre Orlovsky in the Hakomian event after he came off that W. A. Eh? Tom Aspinall. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. We'll get to that next week. That's uh, hey, what else is pop- there? That's when when are we when are we seeing um. This guy that looks like a wolf. Um, his, the Russian. Hey, to see um, Chemayev Edwards, March 13th. Yeah. That's next month. That'll be a fun. And we have UFC 259, March 6th. Oh, that's going to be a fun one, dude. Three title fights. Yes. That's, that's what I'm talking sure. about. Yeah, and it's going to be the same price as us having Alexa Grasso and Macy Barber on a fucking corner. Well, listen, I think, I think, so the UFC tried to do, well, listen, the UFC tried to do Oliveira and uh, Michael Chandler, and I would have paid $65 for that. Yeah, well, that changes the whole fucking game. It's not Alexa Grasso and Macy Barber. (laughs) Okay, well, we've hit an hour. We've had a great show. (laughs) And uh, listen, UFC 258 will have a lot to talk about after what happens, uh, whether or not Kamaru Usman retains the title or Gilbert Burns walks away, because that's an interesting storyline of two meets finding each other. And I'm sure a whole ton of stuff is going to come out after that. 
Um, yeah, who knows? That great, is great honestly, time. like I do want Gilbert to win, but I don't know. I don't know, bro. That is one of those ones we'll where I don't happens. know. I just, I just think, um, I think uh, Usman's going to get it done. We'll see what happens on UFC 258 for Ruben on Gallon Jr., Trent McGregor. And me. We love who... y'all. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> Negative today. Nah, I'm just We joking. love y'all. But we were very honest. We were very honest on this podcast, as always. But that's episode 19. And appreciate y'all for tuning in. Bro, I just don't want to see anyone getting fucking hurt anymore. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's the last word, man. Nobody getting hurt no more. We appreciate y'all. Peace out.